Good morning, everyone. We want to take this moment to welcome you all as we come to celebrate the Eucharist. We, as a community of believers, we celebrate by worshiping our God as a community. First of all, we thank Him for the past week. For those who have had so many blessings, we come to give thanks to God. And for those who have had a tough time, we pray that God gives us the grace to have a better next week. As we begin, I will tell of a story of a mother of two children, a five-year-old boy and two-year-old girl. So one time she was downstairs trying to do the cleaning as the kids were up in the bedroom. And all of a sudden she hears a big scream. So she runs up, she finds the boy crying and screaming because the little girl, the sister, was pulling his hair so hard. And the mom says, okay, it's okay, let go. So put off the grip from the hair. And the mom told the boy, it's okay, honey. She didn't know that it hurts. And the boy nodded there and said, okay. So mom walks down, goes back to her job. As she's moving down, she hears another big scream. She runs, she finds time to the girl screaming. And she asks the boy, what happened? The boy said, now she knows. Thank God for us, God never pulls our hair so that something may sink into our heads. Because if I was doing that, she'll be screaming all the time. But the readings today focus on the vineyard. The image of the vineyard is very profound in Old Testament. God always refers to Israel as his vineyard. Now, this image is very strong if you like farming. It may be very strong for you. But one thing I know most of you you love your wines. I know some of you belong to wine clubs. You read all these wine magazines. And like me, I'm not a wine sour. I only drink when I'm working. But, but for you who love your wines, you know what it means to have a bad wine. You say, oh, this wine is crap. Oh, I hate this wine. But if it's a good wine, you really appreciate it. So this grape was really good. So let's use that image today to focus on our readings. The first reading from, is from Isaiah. God is saying through Isaiah, speaking to the Israelites, he said that, that Israel as a vine, God says, I loved you. I cared for you. I gave you everything it takes for you to bear fruit. That's why he's telling us today, he says, what was there for me to do? What was there for me to do? God is asking. Now, if you read Hosea chapter 11, verse 1 to 2, it talks very well that says that when Israel was a child, I loved her. Out of Egypt, I called my son. The more I called her, the more she ran away. That's Isaiah telling us. So God's referring to how God has loved Israel as a nation. But let us ask ourselves, why this passion and love? Because God called Israel out of all the nations to be one thing, to be the light of the world, to be the beacon of hope. But as they settled into the promised land, they forgot all God's mission. In the end, they became as bad as their neighbors. Mother, infidelity, idols, everything was going on. 
So Isaiah is asking them, God says, what else should I have done? What did I do? Now, we know that as a church, we are the new Israel. And God is asking us the same thing. How are we productive as a church? Now, when I talk about the church, I don't mean this building. I mean we make up the church, you and me. How are we being productive? Because like it or not, both of us, when we are baptized and confirmed, God gave us a mission statement of our faith. Do we remember that mission statement? Because unless we go back to that, we shall always know or forget where we are going. So most of you work in your companies, you're given mission statements of the company, say we're doing A, B, C, D to be productive. So how many of you have taken time to sit down and write your faith statement, your faith mission statement? Maybe you don't do that all the time. So does that surprise us of what's happening in the world? That's why today in the gospel, Jesus is telling us something. He says, this vineyard will be taken away from you and given to other people who produce fruits. So the question for us we ask today, how productive am I in my faith? How does my faith influence what I do outside my church? What does it, how does it influence in my political decisions? How does my faith help me to become a better person in the family, a better dad, a better teacher, a better doctor? Because that's the only way we can see that we're producing fruits. And these are fruits that show God as a loving God. So one of the things we are grateful to God is that God never gives up on us. He's always nurturing, giving us nutrients, giving us His graces, giving us the Holy Spirit, hoping that someday good fruits will come out. But He's telling us, what else do I need to do for you to bear fruit that lasts? One of the things that I've been meditating through all of us during this pandemic I can ask myself, if the church is productive, obviously something has been wrong. If we've been productive, why is it that the church has been considered a non-essential? Think about that for a minute. If we are productive, we didn't have to tell the world that, hey, by the way, we're essential. The world knows that this church is essential. So during this global pandemic, the worst times of our lives, why is a church considered non-essential? Why? For me, it's very clear that we are non-productive. We may think that I'm productive as a person, but what about outside our life? How are we influencing the world to bring God to them, to bring the light to them? Secondly, after this pandemic, we are trying to gather again. The question is, what is going to characterize us as a reassembled church? Is it the old church coming back, which will be scattered again? Or something needs to be done? What is going to characterize us as a church? The third question, how do we begin to prepare for another pandemic or outbreak that will come in the future? So as I invite you today, take time to think about those three questions. And also ask yourself, 
How productive are you? How productive are you in your children? Do your children reflect the fruits of your work or not? Because in the end, you shall be coming back and praising God and go and shall be despised at the end. So God is challenging us, so he's asking us, what more should I have done? What more do I need for me to do for you to bear fruit, to change the world? This is our time, God is asking us, is giving us everything we need. So let's take a moment and ask God for the graces we need. So as you go back home, I want to challenge you, take a moment of your time, sit down and raise the mission statement of your faith and ask yourself if you're truly following it. And if not, God is telling us there is always time and hope because God is always very interested in your life. The Lord be with you.